All right, so we are here at the Ark Encounter, really one of my favorite places to be, so fun to be here. Uh, people are literally pouring in and out of the Ark Encounter, over 4,000 people here today at the Ark Encounter, over 2,000 at the museum, I think, thus far. I mean, it's just amazing to watch God work and bring people in, but you look at the Ark right now, and one of the reasons we built the Ark Encounter as a ministry was to show people the truthfulness of God's Word and to give them a better idea of what the real Ark might have looked like, the real dimensions. The Bible's clear the ark was over around 500 feet long and 85 feet wide and 50 feet tall with three different levels. And that those are the dimensions that we built this replica with. So it gives you that nice understanding, that connection to reality. These are the real dimensions of the actual ark. And it's a powerful visual. It truly is. Some people come up to the ark and they're like, wow. Even secular journalists have come up to the ark and said, wow, I never knew it was that big. And then they confessed, maybe Noah could have fit those animals onto the ark which is really part of the purpose of the Ark Encounter. And so seeing it gives you a good idea of the real Ark and also reinforces another idea, and that is this. The Ark was not a bathtub Ark. All right, so as we just mentioned outside, uh, a lot of Christians and a lot of curriculums teach a fairy tale bathtub Ark. And we got a whole exhibit all that here at the Ark Encounter. And guys, this is not Noah's Ark. Let's go on inside, take a look at some of this. These are actual books, actual uh, curriculums, actual Christian kids books that we just collected. And they all present Noah's Ark as an overloaded bathtub. And we understand, you hear the noise behind me, kind of cool part of the exhibit. We understand the point of these books and all these different play sets. It's meant to be cute for kids, for them to be entertained. And we understand that idea. But also we recognize kids are so impressionable. And you show a kid a picture like the ones you see here on these books, it tells that kid that Noah's Ark, it wasn't a real boat, it was just a fairy tale, a bathtub ark, not real history. And honestly, if you think about it, that's what the world is already really trying to press upon our kids, that the Bible's not a book of history, you can't trust it. And so, we want to show our kids, no, that the ark was a real boat, it was a real vessel, this was not Noah's Ark. And the main reason can be summarized over here in this little uh, display we have. We got the uh, image of the serpent, the devil, wrapped around that saying who says, if I can convince you the flood was not real, then I can convince you that heaven and hell are not real either. It kind of gets back to that core point. If you can't trust the Bible's history, why trust it about morality or salvation? And so that's why we're so passionate about being against those bathtub arcs. And that's really why we had this whole exhibit. And speaking of good teaching, let's move on to another exhibit. We're going to look at the kinds of animals Noah took onto the ark. I said that way. So we are on the second floor of the Ark Encounter in a special room. And we're here in this room, we're talking about the kinds of animals that Noah took onto the Ark. Uh, often skeptics will say there's no way Noah could fit all those millions of animals onto the Ark. But the Bible's clear Noah took two of each kind, not two of each species, two of each kind. And the word kind in the Bible for the most part is equal to about the family level of modern day classification. So if you look here at this particular exhibit, we're giving you examples of the original possibly doll kind and cat kind. And from those original kinds that got off the ark, produced all the variations of dogs and cats we see today. And so we've done a lot of research on this and really a max number of kinds no one would need to take on the ark to account for all the variations and animals we see today and in the fossil record would be roughly 1,400 total kinds. And then you took two of each, seven of some, maybe 14. And so in total, he would have taken around at most 6,700 individual animals onto the ark. Really no problem getting those animals onto the ark. And some would say, okay, but does that include dinosaurs? And the answer is actually 
yes, and we'll start walking this way. Here at the Ark Encounter, we demonstrate that. You'll see some of the different animals in different cages, whether giraffe kind or the original horse kind or whatever. We also have the dinosaur kinds in cages as well. Because even though there were thousands of variations of dinosaurs, there's only around 60 to around 80 dinosaur kinds in total. Multiply by two, not that many. And some would say, okay, not that many, but I mean, they were too big, right? But the average size of a dinosaur was about that of a bison, like a really big cow. So dinosaurs could have fit like the Spinosaurus or the Stegosaurus. Uh, they could fit because, here's another thing, that all dinosaurs had to start off small because they all hatched from eggs. And the biggest an egg can get is about the size of a football. And so all dinosaurs, whether it was the Stegosaurus or the Triceratops or the T-Rex, all started off about the size of a football and grew from there. And so most likely for many good practical reasons, God would have brought young adults to Noah to put inside the ark. Young adults of the giraffes, of the bison, of the elephants, of the dinosaurs, just makes really good sense. And they are included in the number we put down for the number of kinds and total individual animals on the ark. And they fit with no problem. Again, God's words confirmed is true time and time again.